0: The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GORUCK. GORUCK designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack? If backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Hmm. Everything they make is backed by their scarce lifetime guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GORUCK's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans.
1: The GORUCK brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GORUCK link to learn more about their gear
0: and events. And a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. <laughs> Hello, Joshua. Hello, good Kale. You are? I was going to try and do the, uh, the Jacko, like the good evening, but it doesn't work as well with Joshua's echo or Josh. I don't know why. Mm. Doesn't have the same feel. We
1: don't, we don't have to keep stealing all the, his things though. Cause you already end on the, the ending. So you shouldn't, you should come up with the, the, a new beginning because you take his ending the out. Oh, uh, that's his thing.
0: Oh, that wasn't intentional.
1: Oh, I've only he's, ever heard him say it, unless you've Jocko's, heard other people
0: say it. Jocko's just that in my head, I suppose. It just seems No factor. Out. So. Get after it. Extreme ownership. Should, Josh was just telling me he's super psyched to podcast tonight, so we're going to have a, a just a barn burner for you boys and girls here at the Solid 7 Podcast, where we are a better than average podcast. Mm-hmm. I said it barely. I said it like just barely, but just barely I said it. Yeah, it was real it was real method or, or meta yeah. or it was meta method. But uh each week we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to join us. And uh here we are, and here you are, and here's my, my Jocko Go. Sometimes we we get a little deep before we we start and uh tonight Right up front. Right on right on top of it. So cheers, brother. Cheers. So, Joshy Poo and I had lunch today. We broke we broke bread. It's been a min a minute. It knit. has. It's been. Uh, I was in a crazy season there, and then uh, been a ton going on at work for you, and so it's it's been tough. But we made it happen. We prioritized it. We prioritized we, uh, and
1: executed it.
0: We uh, everything we connects ate, to Jocko. We ate some barbecue. And it was it was lovely. Listen, I I don't know where all they are. I know they didn't originate here. I know it's a chain, but if you have a Mission Barbecue within driving a reasonable driving distance of you, reason for what's reasonable driving distance for you, Josh? Is that if it exceeds twenty? You were at the line today. That was the
1: line. But what makes it okay is you're. It was a straight shot, like to get on the highway to where we were eating at, like leaving my job, the highway boom right there. And then on the same set highway, what 20 minutes later, boom, mission barbecues right there at the end of the highway. So it's kind of a straight shot. So you were distance and time wise, you were pushing the line yeah, so reasonably acceptable. Cause I have a mission barbecue right by my house. Yeah. Now so, I, I would
0: say we're of course riffing a little bit on the fact that, uh, Josh has expe- expressed his hatred for a long car ride, but, uh, I, I would say, depending on where you're at, I mean, there's some areas of the of the world of of the our the country in particular, the good old U.S. of A. here that uh, are just known for barbecue, and then you know, hey, maybe it's not uh, as big a deal, but Central Florida, not really particularly known for its barbecue, but we've got we actually have one really good uh, homegrown barbecue joint that does Texas style barbecue called Four Rivers. And they've branched out some, but Mission Barbecue branched out down here not too long ago. And, man, it's good. And, boy, do they love our country.
1: Yeah. So, I, I don't think we've – it's been a minute since I've been there at noon. But every day at noon – is it every day? Or are they closed on a every, certain day?
0: Uh, I, I don't know if they're open every day of the week. But if they're open at noon, everything stops. I mean, the people work in the counter. The guys work in, in the back. Everything stops.
1: Uh, and they play the national anthem. And we everybody all stand stands. up. And yep. we all take off our hats. There was one time we ate there – and this one dude didn't, I think it was like his first time or something, but he just kept sitting there eating. And yeah. I was like, that that seems that seems weird to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, if you do follow through on our advice and you get the opportunity to go and eat at the Mission Barbecue and you happen to be there at noon, I'm just going to say um, remaining seated or leaving your hat on, really not the play. I, I, I don't advise that. I don't know that that ends well for you. Maybe nothing comes <laughs> of it. Maybe. Maybe depends
1: on who's around but I, I that's i wouldn't do it i wanted to take a knee at one of them just to see what would happen but i chickened out
0: yeah that'd be uh that'd be a story to to tell yeah i have a feeling um you would be uh chastised po- politely asked to leave the premises
1: you think they would you think the employees would be like sir, it's time for you to leave you think they would actually do that I'd like to think
0: that they would. Mm. I'd like to think that they would be okay with that. That Mission Barbecue at that point would be a-okay with losing your business, your particular business.
1: ready mm. need to, to make that choice. But we kind of looked, it's happened, this is, it's happened often enough though, that when, if, when we're just sitting there chilling, they end up just walking over with free dessert and they're just like, here you go. This, it's happened several times at this point. Like it's yeah, almost like I'm almost expecting it now it's happened so often.
0: We we're, were there often enough this particular location that they that they kind of know us? But I don't know um, that chick that gave it to us. I know other but, lady usually, but does. she's been working regularly while we're while we're there. They've never and noticed her. us well, they always out. um they always provide uh free dessert to uh vets and active duty military and first responders. Uh, which none of us in our, our little sir I don't say none of us, like Mike Redacted, I've I've been with him a, a time or two, but usually when it's when it's those of us that go for lunch, none of us are, and they'll still just kind of show up at the table with uh with dessert and uh so they rotate their desserts and some of their sides and right now they're on blueberry cobbler and
1: it's again, it's worth the visit. It was very good. We were there with oh. uh Jason Jason Alvarado. Yeah, the one today. and only illusionist.
0: He did we were actually discuss trip- We were actually discussing that and it's about time for him to circle back around to the old Solid 7 podcast here, so... Yes, sir. We'll have to put something on the books here soon. So, So. how about
1: that, Russia? Gosh, man, what a freaking mess. Well, by the time this is heard, it'll be Monday, uh, the 28th, and we're sitting here on the 25th, so yeah we're hopefully a it gets days better this, future and, josh uh, and kale hopefully y'all are feeling better
0: yeah i mean uh you know a lot of the reporting that we're seeing at at this point not not that it's going great not that uh, i mean depending on what your take on great is i suppose but um like they have i think russia thought they were just going to kind of run roughshod over mm-hmm. ukraine just kind of roll in and take it over and that you know, it's it, you, it's hard. you got to wait for corroborated reports and confirmed reports, stuff like that. But it certainly doesn't seem like that's been the case. It seems like uh, Ukraine's putting up a heck of a fight. I mean, their um, president is baller,
1: Ukrainian president, not yeah, the dictator.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about uh, his politics. I don't know much about how the country runs. Neither do I, but um, all I
1: know is he showed some great leadership in the four, three or four speeches I've watched since the invasion started. Yeah, he certainly seems to be uh,
0: demonstrating uh, some solid leadership and, and courage. So, I don't know. I mean, there was, you know, the story out today, there's uh, that little island off the, the southern coast Snake of island. Ukraine. Snake Island. Um, by the time you're listening to this, that story will be well known. I mean, that, that's up there with some of the, you know, the great stories in history uh, from battle, uh, you know, of like the U.S. commander that replied, you know, nuts to the uh, – uh, being asked to surrender and stuff like that, and these there's these 13 Ukrainian, uh, you know, border soldiers down on this this little island. I don't think I don't know that that island had any strategic significance, anything like that. It's awfully close to, uh, I want to say maybe Romania, and I think uh, you know, it, at least what Putin claims is that the, this whole thing is is based on you know he's throwing out all kinds of stupid excuses, but just a, aggression and advancement by. By NATO, and so I I think that's uh, man. I I might be showing my uh, geographic naivety here, but I I think that's uh, Romania down there, kind of south and and east of Ukraine. So, um, uh, but anyways, this Russian warship kind of radios these guys, and you can listen to the audio if you if you speak Russian. (laughs) But uh, there's plenty of translations, but. I don't know what it was like about, I don't know what class of Russian battleship this was, but basically radios these guys. And it's like, Hey, we're, we're a Russian warship and you need to surrender. And they do that two or three times. And I uh, think 13 Ukrainian dudes chilling on this little insignificant Island um, replied Russian warship. Go, um, go. Uh, we'll say, uh, make love to yourself. Is that how we That's clean that That's clean Go, go, yeah, go. They they strongly
1: suggested that they go uh, make love to themselves. Uh, um, they didn't quite word it that way. I think I th- I I haven't. I've seen two different versions of the video. I've seen the version you just said with of Russians going, "Hey, surrender! Hey, surrender!" and then just them coming back with one response saying, "Go love yourself." Um, and then I've seen another version of them going, "Surrender, surrender," and then them going, "You like kind of off." off the mic going, should I tell him, should I tell him to go love himself? And then he goes, that's what, that's what I've heard. Okay. I've seen both. And I didn't know if the one of him asking his, his uh, comrades, if he should ask it was, if that was like real or if someone added that or something. So, I mean, sadly all 13 of those guys, of course they're no longer with us.
0: Uh, That Russian warship made, made sure of that. So that was, that was kind of their last act. But again, you know, um, Right, wrong, smart, stupid. Like those dudes went out on their shield. They're like, "Hey, this is that little insignificant island that was Ukrainian soil, and they weren't just gonna roll over." So, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta you gotta respect it. There's also reports out today, and man, I'm really waiting for confirmation on this because this would be crazy. So, Ukraine has a, as I understand it, and it was funny because right now, uh, you know, I'm I'm a meme personified, and that there was that one floating around of you know i've I've stopped being a a mask expert or a pandemic expert now i'm uh like geopolitical expert if you've seen that meme floating around Mm-mm. but just the typical you know whatever the the topic de jour is you know uh the internet experts the armchair warriors kind of pivot their expertise so uh you know I'm doing what everybody else has done I'm parenting what i've what I've read what I've seen you know what I've heard so you know take it for what it's worth but um so the, the report, like, Ukraine has a, a relatively small uh, air force, uh, just period. And what they do have uh, is is more outdated. So they have, as I understand it, and, you know, I don't know if it's uh, MiG-29s. I think they do have some of those or if they have any of the Sukhoi fighters. But they're, they're more dated uh, fighters, uh, whereas, you know, Russia kind of would have some more, some more up-to-date stuff. But there's reports. Uh, this Ukrainian pilot, and I, I'm pretty sure I want to say it's a MiG-29, uh, has shot down, uh, if not five, like either five, fi- seen, I've seen five or six, both reported, Russian jets, which, uh, you know, if you're a fighter pilot, you if you get five confirmed kills, you're classified as an ace. So this thing started, you know, a couple of days ago, and, and the reports are that this dude, they're calling him the ghost of Kiev. What time Kiev. is
1: 1800 hours? 6 p.m. So, not long ago, um, former Ukraine president confirms the ghost of Kyiv. How do you say it? Kyiv? I've always heard it, like, Kiev. Kiev is real. Yeah. And then former president, Ukrainian president Petro Porosh, yep, uh, shared the image of, of the pilot guy, and I didn't read the article, but, uh. One uh this pilot in thirty hours shot down six Russian planes, Gosh. including the SU SU thirty five, according to the Center for yeah. Counteracting Disinformation. Okay. He shot down he's a pilot of a MiG twenty nine, shot down two SU thirty fives, one SU twenty seven, one MiG twenty nine, and then two SU twenty fives. Dang. So, Dude, what if, have if you done today, that, Kale? If that's all true and not, and not Ukrainian
0: propaganda, I'd like to see it confirmed by somebody who isn't current or former like Ukrainian government. I don't oh, know sure. how. or uh, Obviously, Russia's not going to come out and go, oh, yeah, we we lost five of our, you know, six of our jets to them, whatever. So, Russia is not going to confirm, and and you couldn't believe it if they did. Um, but, man, I, I want it to be true. It's just, you know, I... I don't know all the ins and outs of this situation right i i don't think and nobody is but i don't think ukraine is necessarily this perfect upstanding you know beacon of liberty and freedom and democracy and justice i i think they have their issues i don't think they're what putin has claimed them to be yeah he's Um, calling them
1: nazis and stuff right
0: yeah well that's the soup du jour right now if you don't like somebody you can just call them a nazi um, cause that word has no meaning anymore,
1: but do you see the videos though of like, uh, I just saw one a little bit ago, uh, a Ukrainian hospital was receiving Russian soldiers and treating them and helping them. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I hadn't seen that, but that's, uh, I, mean, I mean, that's
0: great to see on their part. Cause that is pretty like America. We would absolutely do that. Like we would treat enemy wounded, um, really any decent country. That's, that's what you do. Um, so it's, if that's, again, if that's accurate, that's, that's good to hear. Cause yeah. man, I mean, you think about, you see these images, right? It's not like when you see, I, I don't know. I, I'm speaking for myself here, obviously, but like you see images from, like Iraq and Afghanistan, right? That's where we've seen images of war, you know, here in the U S for, for a, f- a couple decades now. Right. And it's not, especially like early days, you know, you didn't see like life going on. Right. It, it looked like, it looked like war zone. Right. And I don't, it almost looked unoccupied. I know it wasn't, I know that wasn't the, the feeling or, or the experience of people who lived in Iraq, people who lived in Afghanistan, but that's just kind of the images that are ingrained where it's like, you see these images from Ukraine and this is, this is basically a a first world. I mean, I think they are a first world country. These are people who, who live like, I think most of us, You know, listening to this podcast live, I think their day in day out experience is probably relatively the same with work and internet school and you know uh, jobs, whatever. Um, And so to just to see like a juxtaposition of you see like just regular cars on regular highways, some people trying to evacuate, some people just trying to go about their business, and then there's like tanks invading tanks, rolling down that same road. It's just an odd experience. Like it's just, um, you know, the idea of like sitting, sitting in my dining room and looking out the window and seeing an invading soldier or vehicles from an invading army roll by outside or walk by outside or to hear their jets overhead. It's just surreal. And, um, you know, kudos to the Ukrainians. Like, you know, there's just all these stories. And you know what led me down this path is like hearing these stories of like this guy shooting down all these jets and those, those 13 soldiers. Right. Those are like, remember the Alamo type moments, Mm. uh, you know, uh, where it's like, that's something for everybody to, to rally around. And they're not just laying down and there are everyday people. Like, again, as, as I understand the reports, the Ukrainian government's like, if you, you want a gun and you want ammunition, we'll give it to you. Like, if you want to stand your ground and defend Ukraine and fight like we'll will arm you. And I you know I saw one report of one of those distribution stations like in one night distributed like 18,000 AK-47s like oh, to, too, to yeah. everyday citizens. Uh, what's what's kind of funny is the crowd who here in the US where we're constantly debating uh you know private gun ownership. You know there's <laughs> there's literally been people like Juxta, depo, uh juxtaposing posts where people are like oh you couldn't fight off uh, like what's your ar-15 gonna do against the military or you know you don't need anything like that cheering on this like these people taking these yeah, taking small arms and standing yeah. their ground um so it's like oh it's it's almost like that serves a, a it's like that serves a purpose um So um, kudos, kudos to them. It's a sticky situation on one hand. Like you can't be the the world's police. And I think we do need to be, um, we do need to be kind of stingy about how and when and why we're willing to spill American blood, right? I think it's, I think at times we're too flippant with that. Right. To send mm-hmm. our, our sons and our fathers and, and our uncles and well, at this point, our, you know, our aunts and our daughters um, to war and stuff like that. But at the same time, it is just there is something where you sit back, though, and then you see an injustice like this and you see a bullying situation where Ukraine is vastly out outmanned and overpowered. So this is their uh, populations like 40 to 45 million, I believe, in a, a landmass roughly the size of, of Texas. Um, you know, and you see this and it just like, it just hits you as wrong. Like you just want to be like, no, we, we should be smacking them down. Right. Like this isn't, this isn't okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And like sanctions, stuff like that just don't, they just don't ever feel like enough. Right. And if they have an impact, it's never quick enough. Like the damage
1: is done. Yeah. I was going to say those help, but like more so once this, once this is all over, then it's like, Oh, this kind of sucks. We have these sanctions, right? Well, and well that, yeah,
0: I mean, it can hurt the population as much or more so than it it tends to hurt the gen pop more than it ends up hurting like the oligarchs and the, Mm. you know, the people in power. Right. Um, Gotcha. It's so, but, uh, (laughs) But at some point, like, if you can harm the economy enough, like, they got to pay for, you know, gas and bullets and bombs and, and whatever. Um, but it's just, uh, the, the flip side is, like, it's a different consideration when it's a nuclear power. Uh, and Putin, um, I think it's, you know, pretty, you know, I'm pretty safe in the assessment that he's an egomaniac. And is he the kind of guy that would uh, rather uh, drop a nuke or two or, or 2,000 than be embarrassed on a global stage? Yeah, I, I think he probably is. Um, Did
1: you see that? Um, I don't know what how true it is, but uh, there's uh, two merchant ships in the Black Sea uh, were hit by Russian attacks, and one of them, I, it was Japanese. It was a Japanese ship, and so... That could be room for the U.S. to now come in because Japan is part of NATO, is it not? Uh, I don't know if I mean. Certainly,
0: we have uh, particular alliances with them. I don't know if they're uh, in or out of, of NATO. If only there was some way for us to uh, to know who these NATO countries
1: are. Because once are for sure. do, I mean, is he really going to stop after he like say he gets Putin takes back? ukraine which i was just looking at a map i did not realize ukraine was so big like comparatively to the countries next to it i'm like oh you're you're quite large of a country yes, did not it's a good so size.
0: and there's a, a lot of different industries and stuff that it's uh it's a world leader in maybe not number one mm-hmm. uh but significant so we've got uh, these are our nato nato member countries uh, this is coming from NATO.int, so I think this is just you know, you NATO's me? actual website. Albania, Belgium, Bulgaria, Canada, which they're just doing fantastic right now, uh, Croatia, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Montenegro, Netherlands... North Macedonia, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia. Flags look just disturbingly similar there on Slovakia and Slovenia. Let's change it up a little bit, guys. Spain, Turkey, United Kingdom, and the United States.
1: And basically, from what I've read on the internet, um, Ukraine was trying to get trying to become a part of NATO. I don't know why they haven't been or what they need to get there, but because they're not Putin's able to do what he's doing. But the moment he say he attacks Romania was Yeah. They're on the list. They're right yeah. next to um, what's it called uh, Ukraine. So if he yeah. goes, okay, I got Ukraine. I'm good. Let's move on to Romania. Like boom. Then it's like a world war then. Right. Yeah, then
0: it then it gets. If this spills over into a NATO country at all, it gets it gets real,
1: real sticky. And does real it fast. Buy, like, is that just someone deciding? Okay, you hurt a NATO, or you affected a NATO country? Automatic World War Three, or is it like a, um, hey, stop it, or we will we will all fight you now? Well, you know, there's there's kind. Of, it depends,
0: dude. So there's there's this agreed upon. I mean, not agreed upon, but like what um what you see tend to see in civil with civilized nations, right? Um, is the the this idea of a a proportionate response? One, do you want to take a lot of countries to war, um, for God knows how long and how bad and how expensive, over an accident? So, you know, was this an errant missile? Was this, or was this like a oopsies, you know, is this supposed to look like an accident? Was this an accident? Was it intentional? You got to suss that out. But then it's like, um, you know, oh, like a a missile or a few missiles hit this, this thing, this installation, this resource, this whatever in a NATO country. Okay, so do we go flatten an entire city? In the offending country? Well, no, that's disproportionate. Right. Right. Now, there's people that, that would argue for disproportionate response. There's, there's um, certainly a mindset and an argument that says, um, you know, for every one of my people you kill, I'll kill five of yours. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt to hurt us. It's going to hurt you worse. Obviously, there's, there's an argument for that, but that's, you know, uh, but the, uh, um,
1: do you need to get like a pizza out of the oven is that no um, i'm trying to figure out i don't know if that's even making it to the podcast but my mac keeps dinging with texts and i don't know how to stop it interesting i'm surprised so, you even heard that that's funny yeah quite loud actually oh really so,
0: yeah uh so i don't know if it's coming through the mic or if it's just coming through the pod
1: i have no idea where it was coming from Because I can't even control the volume on my Mac right now. Well, that's why we're a 7 and not an 8. So, whatever. Here you are, guys. I can just go on (laughs) D&D. I'm just going to do that. There you go.
0: Um, But, uh, you know, so you, you tend to see like a proportionate response. There's, you know, kind of arguments for and against that. The idea being like, let's not blow this out of proportion, right? Let's not escalate it. But the problem is if your proportionate response invokes a slightly stronger response. So now now I'm going to give you a stronger proportionate response to that. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, it's a nuclear winter. So, uh, I mean,
1: um, I saw someone, I saved this because I thought it was funny. Someone in Call of Duty 4, when you would die in the campaign, there would be like quotes from really smart people, usually military people, but there is one from Albert Einstein and it says, I know not with what weapons world war three will be fought, but world war four will be fought with sticks and stones. Basically saying nukes, man, that's going to be the next, (laughs) the next thing.
0: Yeah. There's, there's probably some wisdom there. So again, you know, if, if you listen to this when it drops and I get not everybody does but so no matter what this this information when you're listening to it, this situation's moving fast and all all the a lot of our information now is I mean the things that have happened have happened, but some of this is just gonna be a little bit dated but even just look looking at the news now like it looks like fighting
1: uh, around Kiev's getting getting pretty hot and heavy so it's I mean. What do you think? uh, People, I've seen a lot of people comparing this to like how China will will probably invade Taiwan. And I read a little right before we were recording, someone was saying that China is watching to see how the US and other countries respond to Putin um, with this invasion. And then because nothing, they're quote unquote, there's no consequence yet from the world, right? So China's going oh so no one's really doing anything people are making great connections to the leadership in america going oh i think we can do it um do you think that's uh, a real possibility that china is going oh nothing's really happening to putin so maybe we can go and take taiwan in the same fashion
0: oh yeah i mean it'd be silly to think they're they're not watching um And they've arguably got more leverage. So like Russians leverage with everybody is that they're, uh, you know, an oil and natural gas exporter, right? And if that market wasn't going so strong right now, this probably wouldn't be going down, you know, like if if oil was trading at like, you know, 45, 50 bucks a barrel, we wouldn't be, I don't think we'd be having this conversation right now, Uh, you know, or if Europe was getting more of their, uh, you know, their energy resources from, uh, us and Canada and, and, and whatever, um, I don't think you'd, we'd be having this conversation right now. But, you know, they've kind of got some of those European countries over a barrel on their, you know, pun intended, uh, on their energy needs. Um, China, they've got way more leverage, right? You Like you look at, I mean, they're the world's factory. You look at how much they make. Mm-hmm. like i mean i mean we learned that even uh, terrifyingly from like a medicine standpoint right through all this covid stuff of at least here in the us like how how much of our medicines are like the physical pills are made in china yeah. uh you know and then getting into you know none of us used to know what the acronym ppp is and of course now now we all do and how much of of that stuff masks and all of that junk is made over there, let alone everything else. I mean, pick up the stuff in your house, like pick up 10 things and what percentage is going to have been made in China. It's significant. Right. Um, And so, and then it it gets even further complicated with Taiwan um, and that Taiwan's responsible for making, it's like 80% of the world's microchips. Mm -hmm. That number might be off. It might be 80% of the more advanced chips, the stuff that, that you really need for, for intelligence. Either way, it's significant. Like, uh, and for them to be able to just turn that spigot off, that's a real problem. Um, yeah. So there, there's different and, and bigger factors at play with China, to to be sure. But yeah, of course, they'd be silly not to be watching. And yeah. even, uh, you know, again, things as we're recording popped off about two days ago in Ukraine. Obviously, everybody knew this was coming. And it was so funny. Like, it was gaslighting on such a, a, a crazy scale, where, like, right up until... They they were sending troops over the border. Russia saying we're not going to invade. That's propaganda. The West is overhyping things, and you're literally like you're watching. We can show you images of the troop buildup, right? Yeah. Like we can show, there was a hundred thousand. Now there's hundred fifty thousand. Now there's two hundred thousand. You can see the support infrastructure being set up, like. We, I mean we we knew one hundred percent what they were doing, not only what they were doing, how they were gonna do it, that they were sending troops in uh from I believe it's Belarus there to the north and from, from Crimea, which they annexed uh during the Obama administration. Interesting. Um, you know, like that they, they were if this was gonna be a three pronged attack. I mean, we we just read the playbook. When I mean it was out there in the open for everybody to see. It just um the absolute uh, you know don't believe your lying eyes no we're there's no invasion plan there's not it's just uh i just uh, hear the dude, one I, guy's I mean, voice going we determined that to be a lie yes i i just i mean hey the putin's i mean dude's
1: got a set for sure i mean it's it's, it's probably bad. a quickly it's deteriorating set that's why he's probably rushing in to get it russian in, that's a joke it's a serious i was like i was looking up because uh, i was at least hoping i'm like is this
0: dude like one foot in the grave like how old is this guy I he's heard, only apparently he he's parkinson's. only 69 that's
1: a room one of the rumors is he has parkinson's did you know that uh uh i don't but i wouldn't be mad at it yeah maybe uh never mind i does it make a bad <laughs> joke all right yeah yeah Welcome to all that. so
0: I mean, God bless him and save him, but uh, barring that, uh, you know, barring that, uh, you know. Anyway, so so yeah, it's it's insane uh, to see. I, I my my hope at this point. I mean, you'd love to see a peaceful resolution. You'd love to see people come to their senses. You'd love um, for some of these sanctions, at the very least, to have some real teeth um, to make Russia question oh is this you know is this worth the price we're going to pay whether that's you know monetary or in blood or whatever um so you'd love to see a peaceful uh, resolution but but barring that um you know i it's it's hard not to hope ukraine just makes it hurt like Make it, make it, make it take a toll. You you want it, okay, but you're gonna you're gonna pay for it. And I mean, when you think about the disparity between their their forces and resources, and how much more Russia has at their disposal, it's crazy. Here again, I you know I don't. It, it's hard to corroborate these numbers, but what I'm seeing um, is uh, that for, again, coming from the Ukrainian side, um, that there's been like 2,800 uh, Russian casualties already. That's not insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's 1% out of the, the force they mass. That's, you know, 1%, you know, if they, with two thousand two hundred thousand troops on the border. Um, but it's, it's, it's larger losses than what the Ukrainians have seen mm-hmm. um, thus far. Now, again, like Russia can flip a switch at any point. They've got some really, I mean, nukes aside, they've got some really, really nasty weapons at their disposal. There's these thermal bombs that they have that just like, they they ignite like they use the oxygen the air like they ignite the oxygen the air like it collapses lungs like it, it they're just Jeez. bad they're they're crazy if you see uh video some of those tank looking things that uh they they look kind of like old school mobile missile launchers but there's like a just a solid rectangle block on top of them and it's got i want to you know like 20 or 24 tubes on it those are those thermobaric weapons and they're just they're no joke wow. um And so, if they just said, "Oh, okay," like you know, forget, you know, we're not worried about, uh, you know, casualties. We're not worried about collateral damage. Like, no, you're, you're, we're done putting up with this, and you're done. Um, Then, then they make it really bad. But again, and it's like, if they do that, you know, when you see scenes like. You know, those 13 guys on the island, there was, there was no strategic advantage there. Like, they didn't have to be killed, and the whole world has seen that. Um, by the time you've watched this, you've probably seen or heard uh, or, or about the Russian tank just running over um, just a civilian car. Just a guy trying to drive down the highway. I don't know if he was trying to evacuate or what. But you watch this Russian tank literally swerve. Like, they had open road in front of them. They swerved to run over this car, this dude's car. Um you know, so you just see more and more images like that. You hear the reports of of kids and, and civilians being killed. Um, you you make that a lot worse. Like you just go like blanket. No, we're just going to flatten entire areas. We're we're going to uh, bomb and just cause death and destruction indiscriminately. Then you know the the portion of the the world community that's sitting on the fence and willing to go. Well, we, I mean, we can see both sides. Um, this one, I'm saying for real. This isn't a, a dig at you. Those people come off the fence real quick. Um, those those aren't people that are willing to, to to want to try to see your side anymore. There's always going to be these bad, evil actors in the world. Like I don't think at any point you know, like Iran's going to be like, "Oh, that's too far." <laughs> I don't see that happening. Did
1: you f- see uh, that? Um, some Islamic group, I forget the name of them. They were even like Russia, stop it, and it was like like known terrorist entities in uh, Iran or somewhere. were like said put out like a public statement. I could be quoting it wrong. And if they're not a terrorist or whatever, whatever. But they were like, yeah. And then the comments underneath were like the fact that these Islamic dudes are saying stop it to Russia means something. Don't know the validity of any of those things. Cause I think it was like half a meme, but it could have been fake, yeah. fake news. Oh, I also saw speaking of fake news. People were trying to get trending, um, uh, instead of using fake news, call it Putin news, because like what you're saying earlier, how his whole thing of like, we're not going to invade. And then we determine that to be a lie, a lie. And so people are saying we should just start because he cares so much about his legacy. He is probably an egomaniac. We should just change fake news to Putin news and just get that to be the norm. Like he is fake news and he, his ego probably will explode. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like you—you've seen the stuff where
0: you know it's just—it's a, a running joke that uh, uh, President Xi or whatever his title is supposed to be in China looks like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and the dude does look like Winnie the Pooh. He's definitely Winnie the Pooh, um, and he hates that. And I want to say like references to Winnie the Pooh are bo- like banned in China <laughs> be- because of it. Like he hates that comparison, mm-hmm. and um. We we just absolutely need to uh, mock and ridicule Putin openly, yeah. Um, like the whole world just he just needs to become a, a laughing stock. Um, and so, and it was funny at one point. You know who Mel Brooks is? Like the dude yeah. that did Spaceballs. And okay, so Mel Brooks, Brooks, comedic genius, also Jewish, right? And I can't remember what movies it is where he like portrayed Hitler, and he took some heat for that right? Like even portraying it, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to make that man, uh, you know, like a laughing stock throughout history. Mm. Right. So I don't know if it was history of the world uh, where he had, uh, or history of the world part two, where he had Hitler as a character, but he's like, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to use every bit of comedic talent in me to make him a laughing stock yeah. in perpetuity,
1: uh, you know? And so, it's uh yeah, I think it was y- history of the world, yeah, I watched uh blazing saddles um uh, a couple years ago for the first time, never seen it, always heard it. it was phenomenal, yeah, watched it, could not have been more bored. oh, I think it's fantastic. there I was don't know funny if you could, points, and I don't know if you can make it now, but I was it's just like, fantastic. Bro, what is this? A black sheriff? I don't know if you could do that joke anymore. I don't well, know if yeah, I can I mean repeat the it on N-word the podcast. Well yeah, I mean they said that a lot. And I, I mean it and it, I think it at the time it was to be more funny. But
0: Well it well, that's the thing, right? So it's it's funny when you can and can't. So I mean, like Django Unchained, I don't even know what the count on N-words in it. I I haven't seen it. Um but I you know, you are, there's so many reports about it and whatever else. So it's like when is So like the, the, the take on the, the Joel Rogan controversy recently, um, was, um, you know, like even, even in repeating it, it shouldn't be said, you shouldn't say the word, right. Depending on, on who you are in your race. And evidently it's really hard to get a grasp on, on when it's okay and when it's not. So, um, you know, even if you're saying, oh, this person said that, or you're having a discussion about the word like we're having right now. We can't say, oh, they said, they said, we have to say N word. We can't say the word. We can't say they said the word a lot of times in Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. Right. We, and we, and we both know that, but Quentin Tarantino can go and make Django unchained. And it was, I think some people probably did take issue with it. I don't think everybody was just a okay with it, Uh, but it was, wasn't the outcry of like what, what you saw from, from those Joe Rogan clips that were pulled. Um, and so then like with blazing saddles, I don't know if you made that now because obviously it was a mockery of the use of the word. Yeah. It, it was making it the butt of, of the joke. Uh, right. Where it's like comedy central, you know, because we make everything the office here, comedy central polled and won't show, um, you know, diversity they have rights. Day. They won't show diversity day from the office. And the, the point is, and because it is stereotyping races, that's the gag, but they're mocking people that stereotype races. Like if you do that, you're the joke. Yeah, right. The behavior isn't the the joke. The, beha- the behavior isn't what isn't what funny What's funny, it's it's this st- the person who does the st- who believes in the stereotypes uh, is the is the joke there. Um, and so you know, obviously, that's the thing with Blazing Saddles is they're mocking the people that talk that way. They're mocking the people that believe that way. They are they are the joke, right? So it's not trying to normalize the usage of the word. It's mocking the usage uh, of the word. So I. I think maybe, I mean, I guess it would depend on, honestly, it would depend on who did it. It would have, it would depend on who produced and directed and starred in it would determine
1: whether or not you could, you can
0: make Blazing Saddles right now.
1: You know I, know, I don't, but, uh, I mean, I don't even really remember it, but I was, I was pretty bored during it, but I love, uh, young Frankenstein and I love Spaceballs and his other movies. Yeah.
0: Oh, Spaceballs is is fantastic. Yeah, it was good. So another, I mean, Mel Brooks is a genius. Gene Wilder is fantastic. Love him. Um, so I mean, did you know, he's Mel really Brooks wants, is also like ninety five years old? old. Oh yeah, and he's still funny.
1: How did um, Gene Wilder die? I don't know. Ask the interwebs. Um, he died in twenty sixteen. Wow. Was it a a chocolate overdose? Yeah, you know? uh, it says he fell into a chocolate river never to be found again. Sad. It happens though. I've seen it most likely drowned in the in the chocolate river. Um he has al- he had Alzheimer's. He had been diagnosed 3 Ugh. years before his death. Uh he kept it private. Um yeah, so my, yeah. That's, how, that's how he went. Alzheimer's
0: is what got my uh, my mom's mom, and she she lived a you know a, a long healthy life before, uh, you know it kind of kind of blanked her out. And but the frustrating thing uh, with Alzheimer's right now um, is it's one of those things where I where I, it, I feel like f- the stories I re- read and and of course those things always pique my attention my interest because of my my grandma, but. Um, like we're just really close. We're really close on, on Alzheimer's now on, on having a fix and having it figured out. Um, and so it's like that, you know, with any cure throughout history, there's always been that point where it's like somebody who died last week could have lived this week. There's always that break even, but it's just, just what a suck at that point, you know? Right. Like it's, you know, like if you've got your loved one that passes away, from Alzheimer's the day before it's the, the front page or the whatever, like the trending news, Alzheimer's cured, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, thanks. Thanks, yeah. guys. Good good job. He was 83, by the way. Not too shabby. I, I always think, I, I think that our average lifespan, at least here in the U.S., has slipped some over the past few years, but I think it's still somewhere probably. Around 80, low 80s. If I make it to 80, I'm chilling. That's cool. that's fine with me. Well, my thing is I always sit and look at that, and you're you're like, I, th- I don't know. I think I can beat it. Like, science keeps advancing, and, uh, you know, I'm eating better. I'm working out. I'm whatever. Uh, but then you see somebody that's pretty wealthy and has some means, and you're like, well, they died at, like, 73. So mm-hmm. I don't know if... Uh and the the reality is, when it's your time, it's your time. So it doesn't really matter. But uh
1: memento mori, dude
0: you you can get it all right and slip and crack your head on a marble bathroom floor. Lights out. Yeah, that wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't be fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't. Did we do any fun? I know we talked about the Bob Saget thing, especially with him di- dying here in Orlando. It's just. I mean. Whatever, I think particular our, our generation has quite the had quite the attachment for for Bob. You said not so much, I think, right? Was was your kind of take? Yeah, I,
1: th- I mean, we all loved him in Full House, and then when I saw his stand up and he made jokes about uh, having relations with Kimmy, made me very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, his stand up was definitely very dirty. But then you hear anybody talk who knew him, and the stand up was them, all yeah. was all stick like. He was evidently, you know, very, very loving, very giving, very no, compassionate. No, yeah, I think right? probably, Whatever.
1: I mean, even hearing John no. Mayer uh, had him on his, when he did that Instagram live Saturday, Sunday night show for that little stint, and he had Bob Saget on, and it seemed, he seems like a great guy. But yeah. I think seeing that stand-up, whenever I saw it, it, like, turned me off to Bob Saget. I was like, yeah. that I feel weird watching that, even though I get that was a yeah. shtick. But I was like, hey. but,
0: all that to say like that man the the detail i don't think there's foul play but man the details that have come out like since we originally talked about it like the autopsy reports have come out and stuff like that and just the the damage that was done to his skull and you know his orbital bones and occipitals where it's like it you know there's been people commenting not the people and it's always whatever with this where you have these quote-unquote experts and i'm sure they're experts i'm sure their experience chime in and be like Well, no, if the, the damage is as described, you would expect to see that from like a hard strike with a baseball bat or a fall from 20 or 30 feet. it's like, yeah, but you're, you're making that assessment based Like you didn't do the examination, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, so I don't know, but it does sound like whatever fall he took was hard. And I, you know, I've heard people even postulate, like it might have been that he fell and it was hard enough that it dazed him where in getting up, he fell again. Wow. Um, I didn't, see, but, I didn't
1: see any of that at all.
0: Oh, yeah. So evidently, like, the damage was, like, all the way, like, across his skull. And, like, his eyes were blacked. And there was, like, cracks in his occipital, or orbital bones, occipital bones. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Select last night. But just more damage than you would expect to see from, like, just a fall and hit your head. Yeah. Yeah. But freak stuff happens. I mean, I I work with a guy who, you know, he was telling this story in context of, uh, you know, overheard people talking about the Bob Psychic thing. And uh, it was, I want to say, a relative of his wife's in, I don't don't know when the time frame was. I think he might have said they were in high school or something like that. But literally got like bumped or nudged or something in a parking lot and fell over and hit, you know, like those, those, those stoppers that they put at like the head of the whatever that's supposed to be the the cement parking thing yeah like like a bigger speed bump fell and hit that thing just right with their head (sighs) lights out over jack done game over
1: i i told kira if i'm ever a vegetable i i think i gave her a number i was like if i'm a vegetable for x amount of time pull it it could have been immediately or it could have been after maybe a couple months go ahead and pull the pull the plug doc what good am we, I doing? Move on. Find find a, find another man. No, don't do that. Just keep Kuma we,
0: We've done, particularly with our, you know, as, since having the kids, like we've done... Like, we've got a trust set up for them and all kinds of legal documentation stuff, uh, you know, living wills. All We've done all that stuff at this point. And so, like, I was very thankful in that process. It, it's weird. You have to make some real strange decisions at that point. Like, if you both die, who gets your kids? And it, it, it's, it's, it's weird stuff to even uh, ponder, particularly if you haven't been introduced to concepts, um, philosophies like Stoicism, where, you know, you're kind of constantly contemplating, uh, if I die, as soon as I'm done with this, am I okay with everything I've done? Um, but, uh, you know, at that point, I was very like in one of the designations. I can't remember what that, the name for it was, like medical proxy or whatever. I'm like, oh, thank God my best friend's an actual intelligent MD. I'm like, hey, bro, it's you. <laughs> he's He's like, well, what's your standard? I'm like, I don't know, man. That's why I picked you. Figure it out. Yeah. If if I can come out of it, then uh you know, leave the plug in. If it's going to suck, then yank that bad boy, but uh like to at least have somebody like that in your life or who even can, you know, if it's just you know, if it's just me, then obviously that's my wife's call, but at least he's there to inform her and it's a trusted source, right? Versus like you, you I, like doctors, I don't I don't think they're trying to guide you wrong. And I don't think they're going to be overly callous and maybe uh, overly whatever about uh, you jump in the gun I'm pulling a plug or something, but they're not like invested, invested, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, they they've only got a ten percent chance of ever coming out of this. Well, that might not be enough for them if they don't know me. But the the MD friend who knows me goes like, no, ten percent's enough to 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 ride this out for a bit. Let's let's give that ten percent a chance. So, but
1: uh, I think between my mom's or my mom's hello my mother-in-law and my biological mother I don't know who would get kuma my mom just got her own dog <laughs> that's dealing with heartworms right now and i i would think i think of mama riho i think she's she's runner up right now to get yeah. her but we, but both of us haven't put it in writing if both of us were to demise but because like i was like i don't neither of us see either of our mothers being like how you hear family members can be after someone dies with their belongings and like just being cutthroat or horrible human beings. Yeah, I don't see. I could see them just having a conversation and then I think they can be adults. And I th- no, that's right. You take her or no? Uh, what did you do that? So yeah. I'm not too worried. about That's all. That's the only thing. Like my Xbox and PlayStation, I can let Adam deal with. If he he already has the PS5, he doesn't have the new Xbox, so he might take my Xbox. I mean it's un that's unbelievable. I mean he didn't even come to the wedding. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even care. But I came
0: to the wedding. I drove all over the state of Colorado. I can't even get a PS five if you're dead. You could have the PS five. Now we're talking. Yeah.
1: Um but and then he'll he can take the Xbox. Who do you I don't know who wants the switch. Maybe he'll take the switch. He'll give you his switch, he'll take the new switch, and then it's a win win win. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm good with it. But I don't have it in writing, so whatever. Hey, you said it on the podcast. I'm sure this counts. You could probably use it in court.
0: Yeah. I mean, this could be someone impersonating your voice. Say something only you would know. Um, so my bidet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there um, it is. Now you know, folks. Kier and I have talked about, and I we still can't um, figure out. I don't know if you and Jade have had these conversations. If I ever call you and I say this phrase, or if you ask me a question... And I have to answer with this keyword and that lets you know I'm in danger. Have you ever had those conversations
0: before? No, but 100% like all joking aside, if I was on the phone with you and it had nothing to do with what I had just said to were asked. And you're like, yeah, dude, I don't know. We tried the debate, d- bidet and we hated it. I really can't recommend it. I would know someone had a gun to your head.
1: <laughs> well, I would I know that something is very watching, wrong. That is a great one. Um, we were watching Lost and uh, she had never seen it. So we were watching it. I think right when we just got married, maybe. And uh, it was the scene where one of the helicopter pilots later in the seasons when she crashed and on the radio, she's like, tell tell my sister I love her. And then uh, the next episode, you see who she was talking to, and they're all freaking out. He goes, why are you freaking out? And the guy's like, because she doesn't have a sister, idiot. She was saying she – that was code for saying she was in danger. And I was like, ooh, Kira, we should do something like that. Like, I'll be like, yo, tell my brother I'll pick him up from the airport tomorrow. And then she'd be like, he doesn't have a brother. But then like what if my attacker or her attacker is someone we know and they would clearly go you don't have a brother idiot you just told them now I'm gonna kill you now you
0: could also uh, you could go with what what did what did uh, so that we can just bring up uh, spider-man no way home on every episode until we uh-huh. get canceled what was it that happy said to Peter to verify it was actually him I don't remember
1: I don't even remember.
0: We gotta watch it again. Yeah, I will go back. Now we have to. Um,
1: I did. I was reading on Reddit, and it was actually kind of good advice. So here you go, ladies and men. This can happen to men. If someone is trying to lure you um, or like take you away from somewhere, and like you know how like sometimes they do that? maybe they'll put like a gun up to you, or like they'll somehow threaten you like come with me now, and I'm gonna like kidnap you and do bad things to you probably. I was reading that uh, it is statistically better to put up your last fight stand there because they said spot two is always exponentially you're gonna die in spot two. Yeah, so better to die in spot one. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do not go with them. Do not. Yeah, none of that. That's yeah, that's absolutely right.
1: And I never really thought about that until I read that. And I was like, that's that's a good call because more often than not, you're probably not gonna die right there, odds, but. It's better to die there, kind of on your terms, quote unquote, versus being taken to wherever horribleness they're taking you to and bad things happening. So yeah. remember that so folks. You so just,
0: you just square off, you look him in the eye, and you say, Hey, Russian warship.
1: Mm hmm. Surrender now. And then yeah. you can turn to your friends and go, should we, should we tell him? Should we tell him to go love himself? Well, Justin Bieber sing it. So, but you know, if you, if you find yourself
0: in a situation like that and you do survive, you, you should celebrate. And, and what do you do when you get a big win? Where do you go? You go to Disney world. <laughs> and that is my segue into, so we've talked about on here before the disney's star wars hotel their galactic star cruiser hotel and how expensive it is and how outlandish that was so i saw today uh an article on cnet where one of their um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, Journalists, i guess maybe you'd call them uh like i got to go and stay in like a preview and i gotta tell you like i don't know about five grand for two nights but it sounds incredible like her describing it and how well done it is in your, she like compared it to like, it's like a common, the way she described it was like a combination, like live uh, video game slash like LARPing or, or uh, um, not like con, like what is it called when you like dress up to go to cons and stuff? Cosplay. Yeah. So it's like live action, video game, cosplay, theater whatever like the like her just describing the way the story plays out and how your decisions affect it and where you decide to go and what you decide to do and what that opens up for you and other opportunities like there's like you're living through a storyline the whole time you're there Wow. the cast is in character and she's like even when you go to what would be like normal hotel staff and ask normal hotel questions they answer it in the context of like you're in the Star Wars universe, so they answer your question right. But the way they answer it is, I, I can't remember exactly how she she worded it, but it did make it sound like it's it's like five thousand like five thousand dollars is too much for a two night hotel stay for two people. This isn't that right. Like you're paying, you're not paying to stay in this hotel. You're paying for this experience, mm. right? It almost kind of sounds like. Did you ever see that movie back in back in a day with Michael Douglas, The Game? No. Where it's like all this crazy stuff starts happening and like his life is going to crap and it's actually just this really well orchestrated. It's fake. It's this really well orchestrated. There's this company that does this and it's this like there's actors involved and this is really well thought out, well orchestrated thing. And it's almost like this experience to teach you something. It's almost like a, um, a uh, wonderful life type experience of like seeing teaching you to appreciate the things that are in your life because it kind of pulls them all away But it's this whole grand experience, and this is that she's like, you know, if you're if you're willing to, if you don't leave the property and whatever, and part of this, like part of the experience is you do go over into the Star Wars part of the park. You actually get to ride the two bigger Star Wars rides without standing in the queue. There's tasks that are part of the missions and stuff that you can do while you're there. And I'm I'm reading it, and I was thinking about you because it's funny because it's kind of like playing thinking about me. Well, it's like playing an open world RPG. So she's talking about like all these side missions and tasks. I'm like, dear God, how much oh, money would Josh have to spend trying to per- trying to one hundred percent
1: much- this <laughs> experience? Um Kira, but no, it- we cannot leave. I know Kuma's dead in the kennel at home, but I have to complete this a hundred percent. I've gotta one hundred percent this. But so there's this like massive
0: computer system behind running this all thing this whole thing where Um, you know you're doing stuff on your phone the whole time you're communicating on these screens in your rooms you're getting updates and it's all tracking that in real time like what you've experienced what you've done what choices you've made for everybody who's staying there and doing this and determining like what what pathways that opens up to you and so like there's and it was funny because she she was even talking about like, you can't, there's no way you can do everything available. And she's like, even at one point, like I, I had, I could go do this thing and I wanted to be on the bridge for this thing in person. And she's like, and I was listening to other guests and it it sounds like I missed this, uh, this really cool thing that went down between Ray and a Jedi master uh, because I went to this thing. So it just seems like there's a ton of depth, really thorough, um the only thing like some of the pictures it almost looks more star trekky than star wars to me but it's definitely like within the star wars universe this is definitely one of like you know sometimes there's cleaner crisper areas it um, does look very star trek because
1: star trek is more of a utopia and star wars is supposed to be more of a dystopia
0: right but you think about like you that, that one planet that's so nice. like one that one planet it's like one giant casino it's like nice and shiny and whatever so mm-hmm. um Camino, of course, i guess it,
1: is kind of nice yeah the water planet uh um, like the actual interiors of those buildings but for the so, most part star wars is yeah
0: so i mean she gave it like a like a rave review and literally said now this is obviously i mean I, you know without me saying it that i'm judging this response incredibly harshly but she was like talking about like when you're going you're in a quote-unquote transporter they don't take you on a bus with windows you're in like a closed-in box on wheels with screens because you're traveling through space to get to this thing Hmm. right so you're you're immersed right but she talked about leaving she like broke down and cried leaving because she was sad that like this is this incredible experience and it's going to be out of reach for so many people Um, so again, that's a little bit extra, but it goes to show like the impression that it made on her of how, how good they, it really is and how much they've, they've pulled it off. Um, so I'm definitely much like, I, I, I'm not writing it off as much as I did at the initial prospect of, you know, spending, you know, deep into four figures, uh, to go and do this thing.
1: How much was it again?
0: I think it's five thousand for two nights, and you can like she kind of describes the room sizes, and you could, um, you know, she says like sleep four adults in a room pretty easily. So it's like if you wanted to go with some friends or like two couples and kind of split that cost, maybe it becomes more, uh, you know, more reasonable. Persons. But yeah, why not? Hmm. So or you know, twelve fifty if there's if there's four of you, uh, but it's um, well. It yeah, this is, I'll put it in her words. I did cry, but not at the grand finale. It was when I was on the shuttle to leave the building. Looking up at the window as we flew through space to return to our planet, I just started sobbing. Most people won't get to experience this, and that just doesn't seem fair. I'd love to see more entertainment like this in the world, and I'm not sure when I can see it again. So again, let's rein it in, right? Let's pull it together a little bit. But that does speak to the impression and how impactful it was. So it does. Uh, I mean, it sounds, uh, it sounds pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I, I would, I would like to think about it, but it's just, so that is just so expensive. And the fact that she's talking about so many other guests there, like the fact that people are able to even do it. I don't even know. It's just crazy to me. Well, and you know what else though? Like,
0: you think about if you've been to Disney theme parks, Disneyland, Disney World, any of the surrounding parks, stuff like that. Like one thing that Disney's always been amazing at is transporting you, right? Like they literally think about even lines of sights, so that when you're in a, a particular area, they're mindful and they use landscaping and they use different shades of paints on, on buildings. To, to make sure that there's not, as little as possible is taking you out of that space. They really want you to feel transported and Disney does that really good. And I hadn't seen anybody else do it that well until the Harry Potter areas opened up in universal. It was the first time I saw somebody else do it on par where if you'll allow yourself to get lost, you really can. And it's not hard. Like you really can almost start to believe you're in this, in this space, in this universe. So if this is Disney taking that experience and expertise to like the next level, to like the nth degree of, no, we're, this is really going to be about feeling like, you know, you're somebody else somewhere else, a different reality. You could easily see them just just killing it. Like they're well-equipped to do that. Um, I would say I don't know how tenable that price point is, but the place is booked solid, so. That's insane. Yeah. But it does look really dope. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So if you want to go like, we all know we don't do uh, links in the show notes anymore, but that article is on CNET. So I'm sure you'll have no problem finding it. It's funny. I'm even looking at a picture right now. Like they, the TVs are in the rooms. You can watch normal TV in the rooms, but they're these custom built from, uh, I want to say, I think Samsung built them for them. And even the remotes for the TVs are like Star Trek theme, the menus to navigate them are custom menus so it you like, it keeps you in that world right up until you're, you're watching South park on the TV. I don't know, but
1: it's
0: dope. Yeah. I'm you know, looking
1: through the photos too. They look so cool.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. And they use like how uh, forget like this stay, like they're selling all kinds of like crazy custom stuff in the shops there that have like the ship's logo and all that stuff on them. Like how much are they raking in on merch on top of all this?
1: You'd think their hand sanitizer stations would look more Star Warsy and not yes. like normal.
0: Well, I'm disappointed on your behalf in that she did take a picture of the commode, and there does not appear to be a bidet. There, oh, the, why the, do not you start with
1: that? I don't care that I'm not going. The the bums
0: in a galaxy far, far away are not thoroughly cleaned. Is what we're learning here.
1: Well, then I can't even go because I usually hold in the poop, so I can use the bidets at the house. Don't we all? I will say I have recruited several people to the cause, the cause of bidets. So people have told me that they have bought one. So you're welcome, butts out there.
0: Do I feel another uh, affiliate program coming on? Should we be making some (laughs) money off of this here at the... (laughs) We
1: could reach out to some of the... the, Oh, wow, that remote TV remote for the room
0: looks awesome. It's awesome, right? And when you see the pictures of the... Of the bridge, I'm telling you. I mean, it's again. I'm not looking to book a stay uh, at the price point yet, but even just seeing the the characters in makeup in costume, they're they're doing it right. It it looks pretty dope. So wow, yeah, that is cool. Um, yeah, I've had a bit of a a tech conundrum myself here lately. Uh, A bit of a an existential crisis. So like, I'm still. I mean, it's, you know, everybody knows we like tech here at the Solid 7 Podcast. We, we tend to be partial to uh, to Apple, uh, but not exclusively. I mean, I just, I, I like tech in general. I like playing with cool techy things. I, I like playing with new stuff. And uh, all that being said, I haven't, like, I haven't updated my watch. Like, watching phone, this is the first time in a long time um, that I, I haven't been rocking, like, the current generation of everything. Like, iPhone 13 just wasn't we do the iPhone upgrade program like through Apple. Um, So really the, like the monthly price tends to stay the same for me when I upgrade, but you've got to pay the tax, right? So you're going to pay a hundred some odd bucks out of pocket uh, if you want to upgrade. And the 13 the upgrade, not monthly. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cause you, you got to pay the full tax on the purchase. Like when you, when you do the full tax in that
1: first month.
0: And so like there was just nothing that really motivated me about the 13 to, to spend, you know, 120 bucks or whatever in taxes, to to jump from the 12. I'm like, well, no, for once I think I'm I'm good for a little while. It, but it's been that way for a minute on on the watches for me, right? Yeah. Like it's been such incremental changes where I'm just like, no, my battery life's still good. It's whatever. So I'm actually rocking a like a series four watch, which is, I mean, we're three generations past it now. Uh and you know, by the end of this year we'll be four generations past. I mean, come September they'll be announcing series eight. Um, so I just haven't upgraded, but I've started to feel the age of the battery and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast I've talked about some on the Patreon, uh, been way more active lately, right? Rather that's rucking, rather that's, um, you know, sandbag workouts doing the, the orange theory stuff. Uh, and so I've, I've always been intrigued, uh, by garments tech. Like I, when I was into, uh, road bikes, when it was cycling, Um, I love, I had a Garmin computer on the bike and I loved it. It was, it was awesome head and shoulders above any of the other like cycling computers I owned and Garmin's pretty well known for like their tech being good, you know, like they are the leader in consumer GPS for sure. And I I think they do some pretty cool, um, you know, military and tactical application stuff, whatever. So I've always kind of liked their things and I'm a, I'm a bit of a watch guy, I don't have the budget to be like a real, real watch guy. Uh, You know, I'm not going to go drop five, 10 grand on a watch, but you know, I've had some nice like Seiko and citizen watches and stuff like that. So I was a watch person before uh, smart watches kind of brought watches back at large. And so if I've had a complaint about Apple watch, including like I had series zero, you know, early, early adopter, I had that first sport. It was just, it's not the watch form factor, right? It's just not, it's very much its own thing. So, you know, uh, Garmin makes a lot of, of, of cool watches, including, like, their Phoenix line, I think, is kind of their top line. And it's a full-blown smartwatch. So you get notifications. You can, you know, do all kinds of different stuff with it. So there's there's phone integration, whatever. And then you do the Garmin stuff, and they're very, um, you know, like, activity-oriented. So, you know, tracking different activities and, of course, mapping, whether it's guiding or tracking where you're going, it's a big deal for them. Like, that's their stick. But um, they've got the O2 sensors built in, like, like Apple added, I think in watch series six and just some different stuff. So it's a little more, you know, Apple constantly pushes the activity, but there's just some different aspects to the way Garmin does it where I've, I've it was kind of like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll do something different for a little bit. Maybe I'll do a Garmin watch for a couple of years and see how I like that. Like, I'm still going to have my iPhone. I still have my iPad. I still have my iMac at work. Like, you know, I've got the home pods floating around the house. It's not like I'm leaving the Apple ecosystem. And so, but they're pricey, man. I mean, they're, pricey, like way more expensive than at least, you know, particularly like if you're going to go aluminum Apple watch, um, you know, like the current model of, uh, their, their, their Phoenix watches are just really expensive. Uh, if I, if I got the current one that I would want, which would be like their Phoenix, uh, seven X pro, I mean, that's like a $900 watch. I'm mean, like, No, just might even be a grand. I mean, I'm like, just no. But I was looking at one generation old, which has basically the same feature set minus a touch screen. Um, I, I could pick up a, a Phoenix six pro from Amazon for like 500 bucks. So I was really kind of looking at that. I had ordered the new generation of the order ring. And I, even though I had paid for the order, I hadn't selected my size yet. So it hadn't shipped and I'm just, and I had started leaning and I'm like, nah, I think I want to play with some of this other new tech instead. So I canceled that order. So some of that's kind of a, a wash, like that's, it's kind of spent money. Right. So I'm like at 500 bucks for the series six, you know, That'll tell me at least if I if I want to go this route in the future, and then I'm like I see Apple is doing an extra twenty five dollars on watch trade ins right now, which means I could get like a hundred and twenty or hundred thirty bucks out of them from my Series four, which is like more than the used market without the hassle of having to meet some creep in like a public parking lot to make sure that don't you know, go to the
1: second location
0: yes no do not do not get in the car so then all of a sudden i'm like well like a, a gps only 45 millimeter series Seven's looking pretty attractive at that trade-in price so i don't know what i'm gonna do i gotta hurry up and decide because i want the trade-in bonus i gotta do it by monday but
1: yeah i don't know what i, I, I want to do ecosystem of apple is too good to leave also this dark cherry forest green uh sport loop looks pretty cool I didn't know that they came out with way more loop uh, colors for Apple Watches bands.
0: Yeah, I I pretty much I have a tan leather band that on the rare occasion that I need to look a little fancier, I throw on my watch, but otherwise I'm a, I'm a sport band guy.
1: Yeah, I mean I like w- when the you're podcast about finally the Garmin hit- stuff being like 700 800 bucks, Apple Watch is 429 or 17 bucks a month. I'm paying 11 bucks a month for my SE. Apple yeah Watch. but like the the
0: construction and stuff of the so it's not totally out of whack um with a more apples to apples comparison which is like the construction of the Garmin phoenix is much more in line with like getting the stainless steel or something like that so then the prices are a little more a b then mm. um but still like i've always just done the aluminum ones and they've held up fine for yeah, me same um so I wouldn't
1: mind getting that white ceramic one though. That thing looks delicious. Yeah. yeah. But even Apple Fitness Plus and like the way that works with the watch is pretty dope. Like playing Apple Fitness workout videos on your Apple TV while using your watch as metrics and you can see it all on your TV. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I love lift like almost every day when we walk Kuma, I just lift up my watch and I go start an outdoor walk and I just track the watch right there. Yeah. Or the walk yeah, track. You know, the I do walk? the same
0: thing. I did find something funny. Like, you know, uh watch OS um, tracks all these metrics and now will give you warnings. Like if a reading has gotten higher or it's higher than it should be based on what it thinks you're doing. So there's all kinds of alerts that you can set up. <coughs> so one thing that it tracks and can, or will alert you to is like your walking heart rate. Cause it's a pretty good key indicator of overall health. And if it's seeing that your 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 walking heart rate has has been higher, it could be an indication that something's wrong and something's going on. So as I particularly as I started doing Go Ruck Tribe this year, and where where January the challenge was to ruck at least a mile a day, um, it's been different for February, but that was the January challenge. Um, which side note, I've really been enjoying uh, Go Ruck Tribe. Uh, it's, it's It's been really cool. But um, so as I was going out to Ruck, I was telling my watch to start a hike. And so I, I've Rucked, you know, on and off various amounts for a long time since I found Go Ruck back in 2013, but never as consistently as I, I have been the, the past few months. So as I was doing it and telling it I'm going on a walk, it started taking the heart rates from those walks and applying it to my average walking heart rate. So when I'm intentionally like pushing a heavier pace and with like a thirty either a thirty pound ruck on my back or a fifty pound four year old on my back, like it was counting that. So then all of a sudden it's like you're like I'm getting these alerts like your walking heart rate has been elevated for the past fifteen days. I'm like I know it's fine, uh, and so I started tracking them as hikes and it's fine. It doesn't because it's something other than walking. Uh, it it is like no you're good. This doesn't count.
1: And my walking heart rate's fine, <laughs> so I appreciate I that, that. If I do forget to start a walk, it goes, "Hey, are you walking?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I actually I am." And, the, and they're like, "Hey, do you want us to track this then? Do you want to make this a workout?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, that's cool. Let's do that." So you hit start, uh, and it's usually, I think the average what I've it's either about half if I've been walking for about half a mile or like point sixty uh, of a mile. Um, that's not how math. Talk works, but that's I see a zero point sixty. So usually around there uh it pops up and it goes, Hey, are you are you working out, man? Are you doing an outdoor walk? See, I found that like really hit and miss. Like
0: I I find there's a lot of times where like even going to orange theory, um, you know, where I'm starting out on a row, like I'm doing a lot of working out. I'm either on a treadmill or I'm on a rower, and it just it just won't ask. Like if I forget to start, because sometimes I'll I'll start a workout on the watch too. Most times I'll start a work, an HIT workout uh, or an HIIT workout on the watch just to see how the Apple Watch numbers compare uh, with what Orange Theories tech comes up with as far as, you know, calories burned and heart rate and stuff like that. Uh, but when I forget, there's a lot of times it doesn't ever prompt me. Like, are you working out? And I, like, I'm putting in work on like the rower or the or the treadmill, and it just doesn't it just doesn't catch it. Now again, I have noticed issues where you know, I, so I'm wa- I'm rocking this um this Series Four, and, and I'm wondering if like I'm running the current OS and everything, but I uh, like we talked about the tech that they came up with their little attachments, their their Orange Theory like beat links. Mm-hmm. to put on your watch band on here, right? And that's how it would track. And it was I was really disappointed with it. It was, it was always just super spotty uh, on my watch. But my, my wife's running a newer. I can't remember if she got a Series 5. I think it is because she doesn't have the always on screen. Uh, but she bought a refurb uh, stainless steel um, Series 5. And it's been much more solid for her on the Series 5 than it's ever been on my Series 4. So that's one of the other things where I've wondered is like, if I go ahead and pop on the Series 7, is something like that, going to be a lot more reliable for me than what it's been with this. That's not a good enough reason to pop on, on that watch. Um, but, uh, so I'm wondering if even like the sensing of a workout starting is better on the newer series mm. than with me rocking this, this much older watch.
1: Yeah. So what are you wearing? Are you, what do you use now? Are you on an SE? Yeah, I've had an SE for yeah. since, uh, right when I got married, I think Kira and I both got an SE at the same time. Cause I was able to trade in my, what uh, does it not have? It's basically a series five except for the EK. I don't have EKG and I don't have always on. I think those are the only two things. So it's basically a series five though. Right. So, and I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, like I wear like right now it's on my charger. I'll put it on around this time, go to bed, wear it all night, track sleeping crap, um, and then i'll take it off around this time and I'll put on the charger and it's about 50%. Yeah. So see
0: i have gotten to wear a lot of times i'm uh i'm already in the red when i'm putting on the charger and if i've got a really long day i i can kill it now in a yeah, day. Yeah,
1: i didn't do i didn't think i don't think i worked out today so it didn't it wasn't as low but the average is around 40 to 50% at the end of a day yeah. and that's after wearing it. That's after twenty four hours, I guess. Yeah. Well, it, well, and that's the other
0: thing. Now, like my normal days, if I have a day run run longer than normal, I can I can get pretty close to killing it, if not kill it. But on a day where I've got heavy activity, if I'm putting in a longer ruck or something like that uh, that I want to track, then it'll it'll really like I'm not going
1: all day on that.
0: Not even close.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I could probably uh, get a solid day and a half out of it right yeah. now. So. I think I will update to the new iPhone this year. Kira was already looking at me when I was telling her earlier this week, like, I think I'm going to do the iPhone 14 when it comes out. And she was like, why? What's wrong with your phone now? I'm like, nothing. But do you, yeah. and I, I wanted to look at her like, do you not understand what I've done this year for you? <laughs> you know, I did not you, upgrade this year so that we could continue to pay off debt. So I took you a you know year off to show you for I was you? committed. Well, are you, I mean,
0: are you not on any type of upgrade program? I'm still on the iPhone upgrade program. So basically,
1: I'll are you doing it through
0: Apple or your carrier through Apple? Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan of the Apple program. Particularly. Did you guys get an Apple card?
1: Yeah, I pay with Apple card. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you just get that extra little 3% little hitter. Yep. It just takes a little bit of the edge off. Yep. Um. So and that's nice, too, for guys like us, where I assume you guys are doing some level of Apple one.
1: Yep. The top tier Apple one. Yep. Yeah yeah because um, my mom uses it and her mom uses it so like we all chip in that 30 bucks a month so it's not as bad
0: yeah so it's like getting the three percent on that on on your phone payments on all that stuff it's so it's like well i'm already paying yeah. apple why not at least get three percent back yeah it just makes sense so
1: but yeah we have uh, right, one more credit right. card to pay off and then we'll be credit card debt free Nice. Then, uh, then it's the cars, which the cars collectively is about ten grand. Both cars, chump change. Yeah, I think in theory it could go by. It's snowballing, and then, um, and then uh, it's her student loans, which, which is her problem. I know she's gonna have to deal with it. So good luck. (laughs) Uh, But uh, but yeah, I'm sure uh, uh, President president Biden will take care of those student
0: loans for you. So
1: shout out Dave Ramsey. I just want to call, do the call and, and be like, we're debt free. And I'll probably cry on the show and then make it as like a super cut. He does or something. I'm cool with you crying then
0: just not when you leave the star Wars hotel, please.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's a little weird. I'd like to hear a a different perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, talking about going to the series 14, that's, that's my one hesitation, my, (laughs) which is ridiculous for that to be my one big hesitation. My one big hesitation about getting a Series 7 now is knowing the 8's coming. It's not that far away. I was really excited about the the potential for a format change to just some kind of different look you yeah. know, with the squared sides that they've kind of gone back to kind of you know, circa iPhone 4 or 5. Um, and so I was a little disappointed when that didn't come around. And I'm like, if I get it 100%, if I get a Series 7 now, there's going to be significant drastic changes to the 8. Just to make sure that everybody can see at a glance that my Apple watch is dated. Yeah. You're not current loser. I mean, you might as well go like Samsung gear OS at that point.
1: Ugh, that sounds horrible. So I don't, um, I don't I did, know what I'm going to uh, do. I'll report uh, back delete here. All of my social media accounts though. Look at you. Yeah. I would talk, I was talking a lot of talk and, and then just the other night, randomly we were watched, sitting on the couch and I was like, I'm going to delete all my stuff. And I just got up, hopped from the computer and just went delete, delete, delete. But what's funny though is, um, you deleted uh, the apps or you deleted the accounts. I deleted the accounts. You cannot find me on them. I even, I even had a re download Snapchat just to make sure I, I had the account deleted. But what's funny, cotton. um, all of them except Twitter was like, are you sure? And then they're still technically not deleted. They, uh, Though so I can I have until March 24th or 25th to, to reactivate them if I want. So if I log in, they'll boom, pop right up, and then they'll be reactivated. So I haven't had the apps on my phone in about three or four months, period, on my phone. And so then I was like, let me just band aid it and rip it right off. So, so
0: I mean, are, are you like speaking other languages? Not like, have you learned other languages now? Or
1: I mean, I wasn't really even on. I'm o- I'm only on Reddit, so that's how I've been keeping. Like I've, I've I feel like I'm still current with what's happening in the world. Um, I like Reddit because one, you're like there. It's it's a. Would you consider Reddit a social media? There are there is a a social aspect to it, but like I don't. F- know anyone on reddit like i don't have a reddit to follow my friends or no one follows me i don't post anything on reddit i hardly even comment on reddit but i just like to follow and watch funny memes and gifs and read news stuff and uh yeah so but yeah if you if you were trying to send me something on instagram or the facebook's and you're like where'd he go is he okay he's fine he did not go to the second location. He just deleted his accounts.
0: So, you know, if you're, if you're taking pictures of your, you know, wearing your origin jeans, drinking your, your Jocko go while out with your, uh, your go ruck uh, rucker, uh, getting your sweat on and you, you want to post your picture you're going to be like, I'm going to tag salad seven and Josh and kale. Well, you're two thirds, right?
1: (laughs) Well, what was weird too was I thought, well, what was taking me so long to delete it was I just needed to go. Th- I want. I wanted to save all the stories I had posted because um, someone said you could do that. So when I finally went to go do that thing, the Internet was saying, click this button, go to your profile, go to your archive your, or whatever, your settings, somewhere in the settings. And so when I went there, they said, you should see a button that says download all your things that you've posted. And I went there and I had no such button at all. And I was like, "Here, do you let me see yours?" So I looked at hers. She had a hundred million options. I had like two, and it was—I had no idea why mine looked so different from hers. Granted, I had just re-downloaded Instagram, but I still, in my account, had a ton of photos and yeah. stories that I had posted. But for whatever reason, wouldn't let me download it. And I was like, "Eh, whatever," and just deleted it. Didn't care because I did have um, in my memories on my iPhone. It showed me like, hey, remember when you went and saw Jimmy Fallon? I was like, oh, yeah, that was a good memory. And I clicked it. And it was, I guess, at the time I had downloaded all of my stories from that day. And, man, was I cringy. So I was like, I I think I thought I was funnier. Maybe some people were were amused by my stories back in the day. But, like, it was literally a whole day of me just posting on my story recap or, like, not a recap, but of my day. And I was watching it. I'm like, I'm like, I, I hated myself. Because I was like, you think you're cool? Like, you think you're funny? Because you're not. Like, this is lame. But maybe at the time it wasn't, but I definitely didn't like it now. So I was like, I don't know if I want all that stuff to watch back. So here we are.
0: Was it your, because I remember uh, mocking you mildly for it. Was it your posts or your stories where you were like, always cropping them and bracketing them the same
1: way. Those was my posts I always had like those
0: white bars. You're like, no, my, my account it has an aesthetic.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It started, I think as that, like I just was putting white bars on all my posts. Yeah and it, can that was i give a you a of why your time, no for i sure. have no idea why <laughs> and like but i got so deep into it i was you like really i have to did. keep i can't stop now yeah can't stop won't stop right but i did stop and i did won't so part of short don't you understand so what are you doing with your what are you doing with all this newfound free time i wasn't even on it for the last several months so it's not even like there was a big like oh wow the whole this look at all this time i have it like it Nothing really changed because I wasn't even on the apps to begin with. Uh, just, Twitter did delete, delete instantly, though. And I was like, shoot. I meant to... Because yeah. I did make a burner Twitter because um, I was trying to just make my account private on Twitter. Like, I was just yeah. going to unfollow everything and just make it private because, uh, for it's instance, my like favorite the Batman tickets were going to go on... Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, We're going on sale. Uh, and when I checked it at midnight, they weren't available. So I was like, what the heck? So then some people on... Reddit were saying follow the Batman's Twitter account, turn on notifications and then when they obviously when they drop the, the that account's going to tweet it So oh that's yeah. a good idea. So then I thought so the next day the Batman Twitter account did tweet out hey tickets are live and it was like in the middle of the, a Thursday And so uh, I was able to cop some the Batman tickets. So then I was like, oh, I kind of don't want to get rid of Reddit because of little things like that. That's how I also got the PS5 and the Xbox. I just had Twitter accounts notify yeah. me of drops. So I just, um, when I couldn't figure out how to make my Twitter private, I was just like, ah, screw it, delete. But then I was like, frick, I forgot to see who I was following because I liked everyone I was following. Um, so I just had to guess all over again. So I made a little burner Twitter. Count just just for updates when i need things yeah it's still which i think is kind of
0: how you, you use reddit anyways but twitter is still my favorite like news and information aggregator like not what cute thing did your kid just do not what'd you eat for lunch not watch me like lip sync or dance along to this song but just like no here's what's going on or here's an informed take on what's going on I I like Twitter for that still. I also like, I've got some pretty good lists that I've built like here in central Florida. Uh, Like hurricanes are a thing in our life. So I've got like a good, like hurricane list of just good resources, news people uh, when those are brewing see, out, there. I get all that
1: stuff too on Reddit, yeah. which is cool because it's like the thing I like about Reddit. So you'll see someone post, say, on the Atlanta subreddit, like, hey guys, here's a couple of hurricane tips that I have for you. And I can save that individual post if I want to reference it when it has become hurricane season. But what's cool too is like, so they, they'll post their, here's my 10 things I do to prep for hurricane. But then when you read the comments, the comments are always gold on Reddit and you'll have like 50 people go, "Yeah, here's why all those 10 reasons are complete crap." And then they'll yeah. give their re- and like or sometimes they'll help and support those 10 or they'll knock them down or whatever or they'll supplement whatever. And it's just nice to get real at least yeah, I think it's real people's like uh viewpoints and even with this Ukraine crap right now, like people in Russia, like all these videos are being posted they are all in Russian and people have the English subtitles on it and they'll be like oh, we don't I don't know how accurate this translation is but I saw this video today and then people will comment like yeah I speak Russian that's that that was, the captions are accurate but technically they did say this at this one point so it's cool to see real world people commenting on the thing so you kind of get that little bit ear to the ground kind of vibe instead of just I don't know I feel like I guess it's all the same I was about to contradict myself I was going to say on Twitter you get the The people like you don't know how legit these people are on Twitter at times just because they have a blue check mark doesn't mean they're necessarily real. But you can say the same about the accounts on Reddit. But you have like a choir of people like so many people supporting or shutting down certain statements on Reddit. So it's kind of easy to tell at times what's like a legit comment and what's not. So, yeah, yeah. I've just
0: never come around. I mean, that's uh, almost exactly kind of my my use case for Twitter at this point. Um, with what I've, I've curated that I follow and whatnot. But I've just never come around on Reddit's UI. I mean, it just feels like a, it feels like a, uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for here is. Like a weird forum. It won't. Yeah, it, it feels like a, a, like a 1995 forum or something. Like Are it's just, a, I, I, I don't like the, the way Reddit it threads app. and stuff like that.
1: I use the Reddit app on my phone, but I heard Apollo is really good. But I'm yeah. I downloaded it for a second, but I'm already used to the main Reddit app. But you could try Apollo. Apparently that's really customizable and really good. Yeah. The Reddit on the computer though, I hate it. I don't I don't like it on the computer. It's confusing on the computer. Yeah, that's fair. I agree.
0: Wholeheartedly. Well, dude, we're uh, we're at that magic ninety minute mark, and uh, I'm putting in a five mile ruck for time tomorrow morning. Followed by, a, I tell you what, it has been cool. I'll I'll give a quick update because I promised this to our, our Patreon supporters at one point, and I'll I'll do it here. So I I did a, a big uh, Patreon breakdown in uh, January, just kind of what what I was working on this year. Not so much as uh, like a resolution thing because resolutions are, are garbage, uh, but just kind of what some of my goals, stuff I wanted to accomplish, uh, just health, fitness wise stuff like that, uh, throughout the year. Uh, and so, um, it, it's been kind of interesting. Cause I, I haven't cracked, you know, like you've known me long enough to know, like I've dropped some serious weight at various times. Like I, I know Could have fooled me. <laughs> I know the science, I know the math, like I, I can do that when I want to. And just, uh, between the schedule and the kids, it's just, um, like the the biggest challenge really uh is the is the food factor so I, I have cracked down on 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 my food some but not in the way that I have in the past, but it's been what's been really interesting because I track all kinds of metrics course I like numbers tech nerds so um is watching like this go around which has been different than in the past where I make sure I'm at a caloric deficit and stuff like that is um like the raw number on the scale the weight is down down some but not drastically like normally if i'm like no i'm just gonna flip a switch on the diet uh particularly when i do um you know like low carb you know paleo uh, you know keto ish like it'll it'll pop off quick um you know, like when i'm really being intentional i can typically do you know two-ish pounds a week um, you know, and maintain lean muscle mass. But I just haven't cracked down on the diet as much this go around. But what's been cool is watching like the scale's kind of eke down a little bit, but my scale tracks fat mass. And so over two months, I'm down like 4.3% of body fat, right? So it's like, uh, the, it, which is funny, it illustrates that the scale is kind of a blunt number, right? Like it's telling you one thing, but it's not giving you the whole picture where it's like you look at that body mass and can can see where now, again, when you're doing like muscle mass and, and body fat mass on something like an impedance scale, it's, not, it's it's not the most accurate way to measure those things, but it is accurate against itself. So you can build and see a trend over time. Um, so the numbers not might not be 100 accurate to what you're actually carrying on your body but it's accurate against the measurement that it took yesterday and the day before that the day before that whatever and hydration and how much water you've drank uh and stuff like that all plays a part but so have, have trimmed a significant amount of body fat off of my weight and added muscle so that's been kind of cool to see those those background numbers there uh over the past couple of of months but then uh, what's been cool is I've always like, cause again, I've, I've watched rucking, been around rucking, been a fan of go ruck for a long time. And I'd see guys put up, um, you know, these, uh, times for their, for their rucks. that just always seemed like crazy to me. Like anytime I was seeing somebody putting in like in the running world, jogging world, it's no, it's no factor, but rucking, you've got the weight on it's, it's whatever. The idea is it's, it's low impact. You're not wanting to to run ideally because you're, then you're adding weight on top of impact. So the idea of like a, a 15 minute like rucking mile, particularly as an average, not just like a, I'm going to go do a one off always seemed crazy. But between like all the rucking I did in January and then the the tribe uh, challenge for February was just to do five rucks in February but all four time and maybe a little heavier than you normally would. But so you're intentionally like, no, I'm going to crank this out as quick as, as I'm capable of. So the challenge was a one miler, a two miler, a three miler, four miler. And then I'm doing the, the five miler to wrap up the month, uh, tomorrow morning. My, my four miler, like I've like regularly just watched my mile times just tick down and down. Right. So I did my four miler, um, uh, all of every mile was under 16 minute miles with the ruck on uh, so there was like a 1520 a 1524 one was like a 1504 so I'm coming down to that that fourth mile I'm like I've still got gas in the tank right and so I, oh, while I'm doing this I've still been hitting you know orange theory. Uh, where I'm doing tread work a couple times a week there and doing intervals, stuff like that. So I'm like, well, I'll just implement some intervals on my own. So it's really not ideal to be running, particularly not for extended periods of time with the ruck, with the weight on your back again, then you're taking the higher impact and then you're adding weight to it and increasing the impact. Not a great idea, but there is, um, you can do what, what go ruck refers to as a ruck shuffle. So it is a different cadence, but it's almost like you're keeping your torso and your head steady Uh, right? So it's not like bobbing. You're just kind of, you're you're changing the cadence with your feet and moving a little quicker. So it's not as high impact as like a full blown jog, but you're changing it up. So I just like alternated, like just walking at a, at a, at a fast pace at a fast clip with a, a little bit of ruck shuffle on that last mile. And I can't remember my exact time, but it was like 14 and change. I'm like, dang, but that's always why I like, uh metrics for stuff like that. Like some people be like, oh, don't worry about the scale. Just do the things that you know are better. And if you feel better and you look better, then you are better. I'm like, no, I want to know. I want to know if I'm better. And I got numbers I can point to and tell you, no, I'm I'm better. I'm definitely better. <laughs> so the look better is nice. The feel better is nice. But I'm like, no, I I know. I know that I'm I'm better. So it's been cool. It's been fun. So
1: happy for you, buddy.
0: Yeah. Good times. So and uh, of course, uh, I'll see I'll see you bright and early for that ruck tomorrow, right? You're coming. You're, you're gonna not at all. You're gonna come. You're gonna come. Be.
1: You know. So you're. You're not. You're not coming. Not. Not even a slight
0: chance. No. So I do, I do want to get back in the habit of, you know, we don't have any, uh, anything big on the calendar that we're working towards right now. This one, what what are they listening to right now? Episode 49, right? So mm-hmm. we're coming up on that one year mark. So we're, we're hoping to have something a little special for that and working on a, a pretty cool guest for, for next week for episode 50, but we haven't done another, put another event, another goal, another like, Hey, come join us for that kind of thing on the on the calendar just yet like we did with that uh go ruck star course we are i i don't think you're not you're not planning to go to sandlot jacks i don't think at least last time we talked about it but i'll be at, at go ruck's big sandlot jacksonville event um at the at the end of april so i've kind of got that coming up but i do i do need to get back in the habit of uh you know when i'm going out and doing some of these longer rocks i'll start tossing those back on the on the social media again so for those of you who are, are local to us here in Central Florida, you'll always be uh, welcome to come out and join us for some of that. I, I, I got out of that habit, and I, I shouldn't have. I don't know why I did once we got past that event. But I'll start to throw some of that out there. And uh, you can come out and log some miles with us. It's a good time. Or you can do it on your own. It's a great time to listen to, you know, the Solid 7 podcast. Mm. It's good, pod, good podcasting time. And if you want to listen to the Solid 7 podcast, you can always find the latest episode. On our website, solid7podcast.com. Link's right there. Or you can make it even easier. You just, uh, you know, you go to the podcast player of your choice. Just click subscribe. Usually right next to that little like subscribe or follow button. There's like a rating button. Just click that. Throw a little thumbs up, a little five star. I did notice. I don't know how they've snuck past me. We're, we've are we got like 24 ratings and reviews on iTunes now. Hmm. That's not insignificant. And our we're a five star rating. Nice. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying maybe if it was on a scale of one to 10, we would probably be sitting at a seven, but since it's one out of five or one to five, we've pegged, we've pegged at that five. I'll take it. It it doesn't go high enough, but uh, yeah, do us every little bit helps those, those follows those subscriptions. You can still find not Josh, but the podcast uh, on social media on, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook though let's be honest the, the postings on Facebook but all the social media links are on the uh, the website too solid7podcast.com it's the number 7 not the word solid the number 7podcast.com links to our affiliate programs are there so you can check out go rucks uh, gear and events uh, the toughest in the world and uh, anything you buy from them register uh, for uh, with them through that uh, help support the podcast a little bit, and of course, Origin Main and Jocko Fuel links are there as well. And with those, uh, not only does that help support the podcast, but you can help support yourself if you use our promo code, which is Solid Seven S uh, O L I D Seven, and they'll give you ten percent off if you are listening to this on the day it drops. If you are listening to this on February twenty February twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, Origin Main is running or well, I should say Jocko fuel. It's all one, but Jocko fuel is running a sale through February 28th, 2022. It's buy one, get one 50% off on all Jocko fuel items. And our promo code will stack with that. So you can do the buy one, get one 50% and then get another 10% off. You welcome. I bought some more of, uh, the, the Jocko, uh, go pre-workout power, uh, on that sale because I've really been digging it. It's really been good. So got a, I got it in mango. It's been good. Wanted to try apple. So I got another mango and I got an apple. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But if you listen to this uh, on the 28th, the day it dropped, go take advantage of that and use the promo code. And of course, there's always some good causes there to support. If you've uh, listened to our episode uh, with our good friend, Jose Fajardo, you can uh, check up on, on team uh, Jose there and see how uh, things are going with his battle with ALS. And uh, there's some other stuff there that are just good causes you can support if, if you're the type. And if, if you want to support, um, I was going to say the best cause, that feels awful after just talking about Jose, but you can also support us more directly right there. Just click the link for Patreon and you can become a Patreon supporter. Get some bonus content, get yourself a better than average coffee mug from which you can consume any beverage of your choosing. It doesn't have to be coffee. You can drink tea, though I wouldn't appreciate it. Jocko Go, though, always welcome in a, in a Solid 7 podcast. Uh, mug so all that's right there on the website and uh we uh we love you for it so thanks for listening thanks for the support and uh we'll catch you next week i, I need a new outro though i can't Josh says i can't say out now i thought you knew that so, was jockos i thought that's why you said it because you liked how if, he I said had, it. if i had thought about it i probably would but it, it really was subliminal it was just no. uh just my subconscious trying to make me more Jocko-like and doing his outro, outro probably seems like the most attainable way for me to right. be more Jocko-like.
1: Well, I, I probably mo- mo- notice it more so than most because I have to edit the ending bumper to come in just so, so nice. So I always hear it as the last thing as I'm sliding in that last okay. little bit of music you're, you're going to hear in three, two, one. Bye-bye. Out.